All right, awesome. So now we're live. Um, hello for anybody that is listening to this. Um, another episode of TMP Hockey, um, where we're trying to turn you know uh, potential into opportunity. And one of the ways is through creating like content like this with some some awesome people who have like really good insights. Um, can give us like tips and thought process on specific things. And our guest for today, super pumped. Um, who I've had like the chance to to work with you, and I feel like when I was doing that at the time, uh, it was probably the best I've ever felt. So that was awesome. We got Jake Nietzsche, um, who is now the is it director of um, sports science and performance for the Chicago Steel. Yeah, reverse director of performance, sports science, glorified strength coach. There you go. <laughs> nice. You got to add the titles on it. That's cool. Um, well, dude, I, I seriously, I am super happy. <laughs> you, like decided to hop on here. I'm sure you're like super busy. You and I were just talking right before this where um, you have a lot of stuff going on, especially with the steel and GVN. Um, but before we get into all of that, uh, I'm just going to kind of do a quick um, overview on like your background and stuff like that. Um, and then, yeah, if I mess anything up, feel free to stop me. But uh, just to talk about it a little bit, you started growing up playing in Chicago. Um, we'll get into that, obviously. Um, but then after that, mm-hmm. uh, on Elite Prospects, it says St. Pat's, um, which is actually pretty close to me in Park Ridge, I think. But uh, then you went on mm-hmm. to play in the Minnesota Junior Hockey League, um, two, like two separate teams in Wisconsin. Then you moved to, which is awesome, you made the leap to go to the NA, play for Amarillo. Um, you know, after your junior stint, looks like you went to play for Marion, um, which is NCAA uh, hockey. And then after that, you know, moving to Robert Morris University. And so, again, yeah, super happy to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. This is going to be great. Yeah. Is that, did I mess anything up or was that pretty spot on? No, no. Yeah, all good. Um, my – this doesn't even matter, but I after St. Pat's, I was out in the East Coast playing uh, for a team out there, like in youth hockey. Um, but that – that's a whole, we'll get into that. That's a crazy story. I guess I can tell. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, well, let's get right into it. Can you tell me a little bit about like growing up, where did you play, um, you know, in Chicago? Uh, just kind of take me through the journey a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, like you said, grew up in, in Chicago in the Northwest suburbs in uh, Edison Park, Illinois. Uh, so from there I played, you know, just Glenview, Northern Express, uh, like just some double-A hockey around the area. Uh, and then um, started in St. Pat's. I actually didn't play hockey my freshman year, kind of lost the love of the game at that point. So I took a year off and then realized I loved hockey again. Uh, so I played high school for the year. I uh, had an opportunity to go out to the East Coast and play uh, in that USPHL league when it was just – it was like the old EJ, like AAA league. Uh, yeah. So I went out and played for like a, the Mass Maple Leafs out there. Um, some things happened with the uh, the coach out there where mid-season the, the team actually got shut down because uh, the coach got arrested for uh, like soliciting a minor. I think I heard the story. So, that is wild. You were there for that. Yeah, Tony De Silva. Uh, he, that was the guy there. Uh, so he – so yeah, that, that whole thing happened. So that put me in a little bit of a, like a bind at that point. Cause it's like December at that, at that time. Uh, yeah. So I just couldn't join like another, you know, triple A team or whatever. So I just went back and finished at St. Pat's for that year. Uh, and then that's when I went 
uh, and started playing juniors in uh, uh, central Wisconsin for the Saints. And then the team moved to Wisconsin Rapids. Uh, and then I was able to, to make it out of the jungle and, and go into a different kind of jungle. Than all. <laughs> What's that, what was that like? Wisconsin, I'm not sure where that is, like the Rapids, but is that how far was that from where you grew up? Uh, it's, I'd say it was like four hours. Like it's like central Wisconsin, like Stevens point, um, okay. like Appleton area. Yeah. So like, like right in the middle of Wisconsin, it wasn't, wasn't close, but it wasn't far. Like my family was able to come up every weekend and, and see me play and, and travel and stuff and still get to see them. So it was, it was like the perfect like distance to, to still see like my family. And yeah. That's and huge. Um, then yeah. Talk a little bit about like how you made the jump. you obviously jokingly said from one jungle to the other, but you made like the leap to the NA, which is awesome. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just uh, like hard work, honestly. Like I was never like a overly skilled player, right? Like I, like just like with how I was, I was raised and kind of brought up, like all my core values was, was just like hard work and, and like that determination and like finding ways to be useful uh, so, so that's just kind of what I was able to do. Like, just you know, found a way to be be useful to to someone else, and and I was able to to at least keep me there for a little bit. Um, just kind of playing a role, and you know, maybe sometimes you don't want to play a certain role, but like at at that, like when you try to jump levels, right? Like you're not always gonna, yeah, you're not always gonna be a skill guy or put up a point per game. Like you have to to find ways to, to make it work. Uh, so that's kind of, that's what I did. Like I played a hard no style of, of hockey. Um, and that kind of fits really well in, in Amarillo in the South division. So, uh, it was just, uh, it's just a good fit for, for me there. Uh, so yeah, it was yeah. great. Do you feel like, uh, your style before then, was it a little bit more of like, you know, poise and playing with skill as opposed to like mixing it up and then you um, make yeah. Yeah. I think like I always had elements of, of just playing hard and, and being hard to play against. Like I wasn't a guy that would, you know, run my mouth or anything, but you know, like I went, I feel like I went to the the corner a lot. Like that was my, my thing I was like good at, like I was good at getting in the corner, like winning battles in the corner, being hard to play against down there and then creating opportunity for other guys. Uh, with that, like hard work and, and kind of making things happen. Um, so, but like the tier three level, right? It's not, it's a step lower. So, like when you make that next jump, the guys are skilled, more skilled, and like the hockey IQ is a little bit better. Uh, just things get elevated. Um, so, so like with that, like probably wasn't to the point where I had, I could play like a skill role in the NA and be super effective and be in the lineup. So I had to kind of gear myself towards more playing more of that harder style, more consistently, uh, making more that more of a bigger part of my game in order for me to, to stay in the lineup every game. Uh, if I had an off night, like the coach knew like, Hey, like even if he wasn't going to produce like offensively, like you, you have to bring intangibles to the team right? Like that's either being a good, really good penalty killer, like as a winger, like being really, really reliable on the wall, winning your wall battles, again, creating opportunity out of the, out of the D zone. Um, and, and just kind of, again, finding ways to, to put yourself to use and, and be an asset to a team 
Uh, so that was, you know, I, I was able to put my ego aside with, again, maybe I didn't want to play like that role all the time, but I knew if I wanted to have some sort of opportunity and play at a higher level of hockey, like you got to do those things and you got to, you got to embrace those things and stuff like that, like mixing it up with fighting and stuff. Like I'm not a big guy. I'm five, eight. Like at that time I was like 175, 180 pounds. Uh, so like, not like a, not a huge guy, but again, with like the, the style I played, like you had to answer for things like that. Like I, I would hit, I would get on guys nerves cause I would always be ultra competitive, like in getting the puck back. So like you have to, you got to do that stuff. Um, so then it turned into more of a role where, you know, like my coach assigned me out to fight like six yeah. foot two, six foot three guys. And I'm like, okay, like I, I don't want to do this, but like I said, like you're in that mindset, like you, yeah, you, you want to play and you know, like, like, man, if this is going to like keep me in the lineup, like I'll take my licking, <laughs> like, yeah, and, you know, I'll be, I'll be that guy. Um, so it's, yeah, it's just like, again, just, just doing, being. I think it's a, it's being selfless, right? Like being adaptive too, um, like being a, like I like to call it a, a being a chameleon. I think that's like a super important thing for, for kids to learn as to how to be, multi-dimensional and not just one thing. Because if you're yeah. just a skill guy, or you're just a grinder and you don't do that thing and you have a, no other way to be productive and, and be an asset, then like essentially what, what use are you? And like, what's the reason, what reason does a coach have to, to play you essentially? And for lack of like a better term and being blunt. Um, so like, it's really important to, in my mind to just be able to do different things and, and help in different ways. So you, you give yourself more opportunity that way. And then, then you can't be like, okay, the coach is doing this to me or has this out against me. It's like, okay, like, yeah, I'm not producing points. So I'm going to do this instead to, until I get back on track with, with producing. Yeah, dude, you hit on like a lot of really awesome like stuff right there. Um, just to uh, one more question before we like move on, but did you have somebody like kind of coach you on that or did you kind of like see it? You're like, well, you kind of came into fruition. You're like, I, I got to do this. Or did somebody come to you and like, Hey, if you want to get in a lineup, like this is probably what you should do. Um, I, I think a really influential coach and everyone I talk to about these things, I always bring, bring him up. Uh, Marty quarters was, like a huge, huge influence on me and like how I approached the game and how I created habits and, and did things like he, he coached at a high level of hockey division one on USHL and stuff like that. So like I took his word for a lot, I took his, his word with a lot of weight when he told me to do things. Um, and he's like an older school guy. Right. And, and I, me personally, and not everyone, um, not everyone kind of connects with people like that, but for me personally, with how I was brought up and how I'm wired, like that guy that's hard on you and expects a lot from you and, and kind of holds you accountable like that, that's what kind of drove me. Uh, and that's what he did. Like when I was in, he was my coach in Wisconsin. So I had two years with him and that's all the time he harped on, on just being tough. All right. Like you have to be like, this is a man's game. Like, like if, like one thing he said to me, uh, pretty consistently, like, uh, he's like, he yell at me, be like, Jake, like, you're not going to do something good on the ice, either fight or get off. 
And so like, again, like that type of thing, right? Like if you're not going to be useful, right, do something that's going to to be useful for the team. Uh, so that's, and he, he's like a father figure to me. Like he's, he's, I still talk to him this day. He was just at my wedding in October. Like uh, he, he's a, he's a father to me. And, and, and that's because of all the, the life lessons and how he helped me with my hockey career and, and kind of creating that, that mindset of, of outworking the guy next to you, no matter what, um, and kind of, and just being relentless. Like that's, that's what I took most from him is just being relentless with everything you do, like in hockey and like outside in, in, in life. So yeah, he's, he's one of my, my mentors. Nice. Um, well, one, that's awesome that you had somebody like that to help coach you up in that situation. Um, and then to, yeah, I know you're, you're kind of a sicko. Like you, you like when things are hard, like, you don't like things easy, you like working for it. And then congratulations. Third thing is like, congratulations on uh, the wedding. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, one second. Yeah, I think like like just like having 